This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Twins fall to the A's 2-1. to one. They're on the way to Colorado with final three games of the regular season. Then the wild card playoffs Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if necessary. Opponent game times to be announced. You'll hear them here on the home of the Twins. John Aronson joins us, St. Paul Saints radio broadcaster on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline. Sean, how you been? Uh, I've been great. Uh, actually been hanging out in uh, in Nashville for the last three days, just sort of a, a staff kind of uh get out of Dodge trip to, to thank us for, for an incredible season. So I'm, uh, I'm actually in Nashville right now. Yeah. Great town. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's a fantastic and, place. Yeah, for sure. And one of those towns that, that could be next to join the major leagues, if indeed they do expand or a club is, is on the move, uh, that, that could be ground zero for another major league team. I know that they've had minor league baseball there for a long time, but um, there, there, are a lot of people talking to Asheville. Uh, no, look, I, I, I think it's a fantastic place to, uh, you know, to have a team. They've got a minor league team here, much like, uh, you know, we do in the twin cities and, and they do exceptionally well and have a major league team here would be, uh, would be gigantic. Yeah. Uh, about the same season, of course, you, you and I in the past have talked about CHS field and, uh, the, uh, affiliate arrangement with the Minnesota Twins and the fact that Twins fans can come over to CHS Field and see guys on the way up or guys on rehab assignments. It, it, it really has turned out to be a, a, a complete no-brainer for the Twins and the Saints. It, it's worked out beautifully. Look, it, I think that's what the Twins saw, right, when when uh, Major League Baseball did, decided to shake up the minor league system. This is what the Twins envisioned, and I, I think it has been – uh, a perfect match for the last three years. Um, it, you know, I think it's there were two times this year where, where we were playing a team where their major league parent club was playing the Twins down the road, um, and they got to see the benefit that the, that the Twins have by having us in their backyard because they could do the exact same thing. So um, I think we've got the best setup in town uh, just being, you know, 12, 13 miles down the road, and it's a huge benefit because you can just, you know, call guys up uh, at a moment's notice. I mean, Matt Walner played a game for us this year and later on played a, you know, got into a game with the Twins on the same day. I, you can't do that anywhere else. It's, it's just it's impressive. Yeah, and Sean, it, what a great place to, to work day in and day out for you, CHS Field, and the great Saints fans who once upon a time were over at Midway Stadium and Independent Ball and now are taking in the Twins over at CHS Field. It, it, it's a fun vibe. What a great environment. Yeah, look, that was one of the big things, and I, I think we did that, you know, this year. And I think there were a lot of people that maybe had some questions when we became uh, the Twins AAA affiliate. Would we, you know, would we lose a little bit of our edge? And I think we've answered that question over the last – 
three years? And the answer is no. Um, if you look at uh, the heart of the summer, so from Memorial Day to Labor Day, uh, the heart of the summer, we are one of the best drawing teams in all of minor league baseball. We were sixth best drawing team in all of minor league baseball uh, when you look at that. Now, we, we slip a little bit when you add, you know, April into the mix. Um, but it, it's it, it's just incredible that the fan base continues to come out. We appreciate it. Um, and, you know, we made a vow that, that when we became the AAA affiliate of the Twins and the Twins said it themselves, we don't want to see the Saints change. And I, I, I think we have – uh, lived up to our promise of, of making sure that we don't. And, and Sean, you, you had an opportunity covering this team for as long as you have. You know, mm-hmm. see these guys. You brought up Matt Walner climbing the ladder, mm-hmm. not now a mainstay in the Twins lineup. And mm-hmm. and the all important feature of key guys coming for rehab assignments. You know, a guy like Byron Buxton. You know, um, mm-hmm. when when right is, you know, one of the best players in the major leagues. Now, unfortunately, he hasn't been healthy uh, a lot in his career but when healthy he's as good as it gets yeah and that's that's the other side of the coin right i mean you get an opportunity to send these guys uh you know across town to do their major league rehab you brought up byron books and we had plenty of guys this year um that, that did it we have had plenty of guys over the the first three years uh, of this partnership uh, and it's great, and it's, it gives the fans the opportunity to see them up close and personal before, uh, you know, they get themselves right and go to Target Field. Um, you know, look, I, I'm rooting for, for Byron to, you know, get healthy and, and help the Twins make a, a big run here uh, in the playoffs. Um, I, look, I, I genuinely believe, and I hope a lot of Twins fans, you know, believe this, that not only will the, uh, you know, the losing streak in the playoffs end this year, but I, I think they – they make a nice run this year. They've got the pitching to do so. Um, the the young kids, the rookies, as they've been saying, have, have played their role. Um, this team can swing the bats. They have what it takes to make a run in the playoffs, and, and they've got the depth to do, to do it. Yeah, speaking of kids climbing the ladder, Brooks Lee. Uh, you, you get to you get to see this kid up close. Uh, still trying to figure it out, but uh, what do you see in Brooks Lee? Yeah, look, he he's got he's got all the talent in the world. He's you know he's the son of a uh, of a coach. He understands the game. I, I talked to him towards the end of the season, and I said, you know, this is your first full year of, of professional baseball. How do you feel? And he said, I've always been the type of guy that took as many hacks as I could in the cages during batting practice. And he said, I'm tired, and and, and that makes sense. It's his first full year, and, and you you learn. You, you you know that's the one thing that, that you have to do. You have to learn about your body. Uh, that's something that a lot of people don't, you know, take into consideration, you know, with these young guys as they work their, their way up is it's different from college baseball to your very first year that you're drafted because you're, you're still not playing a full season to your first full season. And you could see that he was, you know, he was tiring out towards the end of the year, um, but he's a smart baseball player. He understands the game. He's got all the talent. Um, you know, I would not be surprised if he made his debut with the Twins at some point next year. Not to put pressure on the kid, but at some point sure. next year, uh, I believe that uh, he will wear a Twins uniform uh, and help that club out. And look, if you are a Twins fan, you've got to be excited with the young talent that is pushing itself up to uh, the top of AAA. Uh, the, the guy that was tied for the minor league lead in home runs this year, Junior Severino, uh played for the Saints this year. He had 11 home runs in like, you know, 40 games. Uh, the kid has immense power uh, and, and fun to watch. I mean, he's got he's to work on 
you know, not striking out a ton, but he has so much power. He had 35 home runs combined between double-A AA and triple-A, which is tied for the minor league lead. So there is a lot of talent pushing itself up. Yeah, and uh, turns 24 here mm-hmm. very shortly. So yeah, yeah. he's got a lot in front of him. Yeah, yeah, again, it's it's – you know, we had uh, Deshaun Kersey Jr. and Alfieda with the, with a the great speed uh, that hit 300 at Double A, uh, more than held his own. I think he finished hitting 270 with with us. Um, again, there, there's just there's there's a lot of talent. Um, you know, arms that, that we've got, uh, hitters that we have, and and the Twins at some point are going to have to make some decisions. Uh, you know, with some of the the guys they have on the major league roster, but that's that's for another day. Um, you know, right now you focus on the fact that they won the Central. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be exciting next week at Target Field. I, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be very exciting. Sean Aronson, uh, St. Paul Saints broadcaster, uh, joining us here on the Lake Show. Steve in for Henry tonight. Chris Tubbs alongside. Uh, Sean, uh, about moving into the off season. It it, it is mm-hmm. a long year for the for the players. I mean, you, you get to the end of the season, you, you work around a ball club, a little downtime, mm-hmm. but before you know it, you kind of turn the page and start thinking about 24, right? Yeah, uh, it happens quicker than you think, uh, <laughs> and to be honest. Yeah. It really does. I mean, it, the, the off season, it seems like it's shorter and shorter every year. And, and uh, look, it, for someone like myself who – uh, you know, broadcast 150 games, and you've got to know the stories of these players. My work starts uh, immediately when the season is over, and I start working on uh, information of guys that I think will be playing for the Saints, you know, next year that were at Double A that maybe didn't get the call up. And then, as the Twins sign minor league free agents that I think will wind up playing for us, um, I start doing that research, and then I start researching uh, the opponents. So uh, it, the, the downtime is very short, but it's okay. I mean, I've been doing this for 23 years, the last 17 uh, in St. Paul, and I, I've, it's the only thing I ever wanted to do was to be a, a play-by-play broadcaster in baseball, and, and every single day I go to the ballpark, I'm the luckiest person. Yeah, and no doubt. Also, get, getting fans excited about next year, that that's part of the deal as well, and I'm sure, you know, as you gather and – uh, celebrate 2023 in, in a good year at CHS Field for the Saints. You, you think about getting fans back for next year. That that that's a never-ending part of it. No, not at all. It, you're right. It never ever ends. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's an ongoing process with you know our promotions department. Um, you know, with our sales staff. Uh, you know, again, uh, I cannot thank the fans enough. Uh, six best in all of baseball from. Uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Uh, I mean, we're talking across minor league baseball, 120 teams, and we were the sixth best drawing team, uh, you know, in, in the heart of the summer months. So it, it's, it, it's a testament to the hard work that we put in, but it's a testament to the incredible fan base that we have in the Twin Cities uh, that continue to come out and watch us and, and really humbled by it each and every year uh, that they continue to put their, their trust and faith in us and in, in entertaining them. And, uh, now you add into that over the last three years the uh, you know the incredible product on the field with the Twins you know AAA affiliation. It, it's it really is. It, it's a joy to work for this organization. Well, Sean, g- good to visit with you. Great year for the Saints, and uh, I, I know uh, we're going to be keeping an eye on the Twins and their playoff push starting next week. Take care. Steve, thank you very much. Always appreciate it. And uh, like I said, I promise the uh, the streak ends this year, and, and they're going to make a run. Watch out. Yeah, that, I, I'm in. I, I'm in. Sean Aronson joining us, uh, Saints broadcaster here on News Talk.
E3-O-W-C-C-O. Sean Aronson joining us. That's a long season. That is a lot of ball games. 150 games and little downtime. Take a look back. Um, and, and you think about it, and you, you kind of forget, you know, what a grind that is. Now, granted, you're, you're calling ball games, but spring training and then the season, and then the season's over. It is, it is a lot of ball games. And uh, once again, thanks to Sean and the Saints uh, for joining us. Um, I noticed this a while back, and and I can't remember for sure, but uh, we we traveled to South Dakota a fair amount because my wife's family is from that neck of the woods. And I spent 10 years of my career out there uh, earlier. I I was born and raised here in the cities, but spent almost 10 years. Both my kids were born in South Dakota. And typically, now now way, way back in the day, um, we would take 35 down to Albert Lee and jump on I-90 and head over to Sioux Falls that way. And that was old days. I've known my wife for more years than I want to admit here on the public airwaves. But so when the speed limits changed beyond the interstate, then then we'd head toward Mankato and typically go over to St. James and then south to Sherburne and pick up I-90. Sometimes we'll stay on 60 and go all the way over to Worthington. But you know the route. So... When we leave the cities, we head toward Shakopee and then Jordan and Belle Plaine and then, well, you know the route, uh, Sewer, and then down toward St. Peter and Mankato. And then we jump on 60 and, and head for South Dakota that way. Um, but in Belle Plaine is... Emma Crumbies, and there was a story about it. I, I wasn't sure because the last time we went through, it's like, are they closed? And lo and behold, uh, there, there is a piece that uh, Emma Crumbies and the Big Apple Orchard just has kind of faded into history. And you saw this, Chris Tubbs. You, you were bummed. I, I was kind of bummed. And there are there are things like like in Jordan on the way to Jordan. There's gyms. Um. The, the big yellow barn and the candy yeah. shop and the pies, et cetera. Yep. I mean, all, along the way and, and on these routes, you take, it's like when people go up north, there's, oh, we always stop here or we always stop there. Yes. Emma Crumbies was one of those. Yeah. I, I remember, you know, being from southwestern Minnesota when I'd first come to the cities, I would take 14 to Nicollet and then take 99 to 169 just south sure. of, of St. Peter. And then I take 169 North and, and you know, yeah. there were two things that I would always remember. Uh, number one is the, uh, you know, the, the silo that was painted like a seven up can, you know what I'm talking about? I, th- yeah, I think it's on absolutely. the West side. I don't know if it's, see, I haven't been on 169, that part of 169 in a long, long time. I didn't even know that Emma Crumbie's the restaurant had closed over a year ago. And that, that made me sad because I, I had been there a couple of times 
Oh man, maybe twenty three years ago or so. Twenty, yeah, back in you know the early two thousands. Uh, you know, I'd go there a couple times, and I mean, I, I loved it. Just a fun little, you know, country type place. To, I mean, anything oh, with apples sure. you wanted, and you had the apple orchard. You had the hotel. It was a nice little kind of respite just outside the cities that you were still, you know, kind of on the edge of the cities, but yet, you know, you were far enough away. And uh, yet Emma Crumbie's was, it was, yeah, it was one of those places, you know, the, the world's or Minnesota's largest candy store course, you know, that's a, a staple on 169. We, yeah, we, gyms. We, yeah. yeah, we try and go there, you know, once a year in the fall. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's that, it's Emma Crumbie's. It was that silo on the 169 painted like the seven up can and I was just really bummed. I, and I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't been there in a long time, but it still kind of bums me out when I see something like that. Because when you're driving, like you said, there are things that are just, they're landmarks on your route. You're like, yep, this is, you know, it, it, it gives you joy to see these places. And it just makes yeah. me sad. And there, there's another one on that journey, on that trip to South Dakota. That, that stands out for me. And like I, I mentioned, we, we take 169 to Mankato, get okay. on 60, and head out. Crystal Lake uh, is along the way. You go through Medelia, and you head out towards St. James. Now, the decision always at St. James was, do we take the shortcut through Trimont, pick up I-90 in Sherburn, or stay on 60 and mm-hmm. go to Wyndham, and then ultimately to Worthington. So that's always the decision we make. And many times we would exit on four okay, and head yep. south to St. James and head to Trimont and then ultimately Sherburn, and you pick up I-90 yep. and then head for the South Dakota border and Sioux Falls from there. And there was a Cenex right in Trimont, and it was a regular stop because – it is a little over halfway, but we'd stop there for fuel or, or a beverage. Just a little Cenex right in town, right by the post office in Trimont. And on one of our trips, and I think maybe it was the holidays a year ago, uh, to visit the in-laws in Sioux Falls, the Cenex shut down. Now, I know they got a modern one on the edge of town and all of that sort but it's of not, stuff. But it's not the same, though. But, but, but the old Cenex right in Trimont shut down. I was so bummed about that because, you know, we were regulars. Now they have their reasons and so on and so forth. I, I, I get it, you know, business, you know, things change. But it was one of my favorite stops on that trip between the cities and Sioux Falls was, oh. was that Cenex. And oh, Trimont. yeah. Yeah. Th- there's and no, it's not, yeah. The, you know, it's not open anymore. Yeah, it, it is. It's, you know, when you go the same route so many times and you it's oh, just yeah. one of these little things that might not be a big deal to a lot of people, but it's just like, it's like, man, I won't be able to stop there anymore. I, I won't, even if you haven't done it in a while, you're like, it's part of your routine. I mean, you just, you kind of come to depend on it and it just kind of becomes, yeah. it, it becomes part of, you know, it becomes part of your routine when you're on the road. Yeah. And with my wife being from there and my kids born there and we still have, uh, my wife's side of the family down there, over the years, in the time I've known her, once again, I'm not going to say how long, uh, she'll get mad, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of trips uh, in all sorts of weather between Sioux Falls and the cities. Um, I, I miss those spots like Emma Crumbies or the Senex in Trimont.
It is 729. Quick break. We have so much more coming up on the Lake Show here on News Talk, E3OWCCO, including week four of the NFL, Green Bay and Detroit, Thursday night football. We'll sneak in a little Ryder Cup talk. Uh, the Europeans take on the United States. Of course, uh, Team USA in a rout at whistling strikes last time, but they have struggled on European soil. We'll get into that before the end of the hour. Stephen for Henry Cruz Tubbs is here, of course. News Talk, E3OWCCO. All right, that silo, once upon a time, painted like a 7-up can along 169. Chris Tubbs, mm-hmm. so, someone clued us in. And and I was going to say this, but I, I wasn't sure. Okay. But uh, someone on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line told us it is a it's sign a- now for Cambria. That's right, Cambria. Yeah. And uh, Cambria's got the big plant in Lesseur, and they, they've they got another facility, I believe, in, well, they got facilities all over, but I, I think they've got another one in Belle Plaine as well. But, uh, it, yeah, that it, old 7-Up can, now a Cambria sign. Man, and you know what? It, it makes sense, though, for, for yeah, the location. For sure. it, uh, it, and let's be honest, if you go buy that silo, you know you're going to remember it. Even if it's the only thing you remember on that drive, you're going to be like, remember that big thing that had the Cambria sign on it? Like that, oh, you, you cannot, I, I don't know what they paid for it, but I tell you what, that is genius for Cambria because that is such a, it's such a memorable piece of that drive. At least well, to me, you and, can't miss it. And before you head down the hill, on the edge of Lesseur, on the north side of Lesseur, they have the big Cambria facility there, and they light that up for the holidays. I remember flying back from visiting my daughter down in Arizona when she went to school there, and whatever the glide path was when we were kind of coming into the cities, you know the drill. For whatever reason, we ended up over Lesseur, headed for MSP. You could easily see that. Uh, I, I'm serious. No, well, that's it's doing yeah, it its job. Really, really, yeah, it was really cool. It's doing its job then. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, week four of the NFL underway tonight at Lambeau. Yes, and uh, let's get to that score. We'll update it again when we do a scoreboard here sure. uh, in about 40 minutes. But as of right now, the battle of the NFC North is going to the Motor City Kitties. A 24-yard touchdown from Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown. And the Lions leading the Packers 7-3, but Green Bay did score first. Uh, They intercepted Jared Goff on the first drive, and then uh, uh, Andrews Carlson with a field goal. But uh, the uh, Lions, I believe the Lions right now, uh, with a 7-3 lead, two minutes left, or seven minutes left to go in the first quarter. I believe also have the ball first and 10 uh, at their 45-yard line. So good field position for the Detroit Lions. All right, let's get into the other games coming up. Of course, uh, Vikes, Carolina, and more. Yeah, let's. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, and get into it. Uh, right now, the uh, the Vikings are three and a half point favorites. Two winless teams. I I don't know if this is going to have any. You know, I don't know if it's going to save the season for the Vikings or you know Carolina. Bryce Young sounds like he's going to be back, but Andy Dalton is going to be a revenge game for Adam Thielen. It's going to be in Carolina at noon. The Vikings have played better of the two teams, but the problem is they can't stop anybody. 
Uh, and, and I think this is this is going to be a fun game. But I just think if we're getting into a shootout, I trust Kirk Cousins and the offense more than I trust Bryce Young, Adam Thielen, Jonathan Mingo, and Miles Sanders. And so I'll take the Vikings in this one. And, and there is that old thing on the road on grass. Um, on the road really anywhere for the Vikings um, can be an adventure. I mean, let's face it. Do you trust the Vikings to get it done at Soldier Field against the Bears later this season? I <laughs> no, mean, the, Vi- you know? the Vikings can't win. It's the Vikings win like it's like no. once a once a decade at Soldier Field is when they win. They should. They need to. They absolutely, positively need to uh, get get it done. I, I I like the Vikes to find a way this week. Yeah. They have to win this. Week. W- wasn't it Carolina where uh, where Dante Culpepper blew out his knee? Was that yeah, Carolina? Could be. I think could so. And, and the one thing I remember about Carolina is, like, after the Love Boat scandal, like, Steve Smith celebrated by getting in a boat and, like, rowing. Yeah. It was the ultimate troll job, but it was, Yeah, I mean, you got to respect the troll game of Steve Smith. But I, I, I think it was, yeah, those are, like, the two things I can remember of the Vikings in Carolina. All right, what else we got week four? All right, uh, let's go to this one because this is going to be the fun one. Maybe the, the biggest game of the weekend. It's Miami and Buffalo. Miami put up 70 Ooh. against <laughs> yeah, against the, the, the Denver Broncos. The Buffalo Bill, this is two and a half point favorites. Buffalo at home. Miami's not putting 70 up, but the Dolphins looking pretty good. I don't know if they're closing that gap in the uh, AFC East, but Buffalo's owned this series. They're coming off a nine-sack day against Washington. Uh, I think that the defense in this is going to be the difference. And I've got the I've got the Bills 27-23. Yeah, it, it's too bad Miami didn't have to go to Buffalo in like the end of November or in December. Uh, they, they get a break weather-wise. I, I have been impressed by Miami. You, you, you've got to be. No, no, Denver isn't very good, and um, I, I guess I don't have a problem. Some of the moves they've made in Denver are, are very curious, but uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think the Bills are going to find a way to get it done at home. They, they, they've got all the ingredients mm-hmm. uh, to get it done. They're they're one of the favorites this side of Kansas City in the AMC. Yeah, and Miami's going to be a handful. Don't get me wrong. Oh, My, sure. Miami's going to be a handful, no but I feel like, yeah, right now, see – Miami's got to go to Buffalo in December, and Buffalo's got to go to Miami in, like, September when they bake in the heat, when it's, like, 95 degrees. Because, I mean, that stadium's set up where the opposing teams have to sit in the sun. And I, it's done by design. I mean, great job by Miami when they set that uh, when they set that up. Let's go to the Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears because <laughs> this is how bad are the Bears – this is how bad they are, Steve. The Bears are so bad that at home they are three and a half point underdogs to a team that gave up 70 points last week. 70. The Broncos are three and a half point favorites at Chicago. And I think that just tells you how dysfunctional and how much of a mess the Bears are right now. But both these teams are broken. Like, both these teams are. I think the Broncos are less broken, so I think the Broncos win this game. Yeah, terrible head coaching hire a year ago. You've got Chicago where it's just been 
a coaching carousel. You have a dysfunctional family that owns a team. They're not sure if they want to be at Soldier Field. They're not sure if they want to be in Arlington Heights. It, it is a complete disaster. And the best thing, and, and they've got great fans. I mean, this is one of the charter franchises of the NFL. The, and they'll never do it. But the best thing that could be done for the Bears is sell the team. Find another owner that that's going to restore yeah. some some glory to that it, it really is pathetic yeah um and, and i i agree uh with the odds makers i i like denver to bounce back in this one yeah i i do too uh one more uh here i want to get to i want to go to las vegas and the chargers because i have a feeling this could be a really fun game offensively the chargers are without mike williams they should get austin eckler back jimmy garoppolo is in concussion protocol it sounds like he's going to play, but both of these teams are one and two. This is a big one in the division because whoever wins this, they've got to stay within striking distance of Kansas City. I think the Chargers win this one in a shootout. I, I still think that offense is really, really good. Yeah, and uh, Herbert really made some phenomenal throws at U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, he can really sling it around. No disrespect to Kirk Cousins, but Herbert is is certainly fun to watch, and it is at SoFi. I, I'm curious, will there be more Raider fans there than Chargers fans? The answer is absolutely positively yes. There's always more other team fans when the Chargers play at home at SoFi. It, it's it's crazy. It, it doesn't seem never like they have San- that many fans. Never should have left San Diego. I mean, I, oh, I, I, know. I, I know that they weren't going to get the stadium, but, I mean, come on, let's let's just be frank. Yeah, but it, isn't that nuts? It feels like whoever they play at home at SoFi, even though they're second banana to the Rams, they're, there's definitely going to be more Raider fans in the building than Charger fans. Yeah, there, there will be. That's, that's a fact. Yeah, I... I I don't know about this. I, I think it's kind of a flip the coin. But, yeah, I you know, the, the Chargers can really throw it around. And I, I do feel bad about the Mike Williams. Injury. And how do you think you know, Vegas fans are, are going to feel, you know, now that the Vegas Raiders are, you know, technically, yeah, they're located in Vegas. But, I mean, any team that goes there, Vegas to me is going to turn into Los Angeles where – it's a destination for tourists, right? Like most of the people there are not are not from Vegas. So I mean, you've got teams that you know. Hey, if the Vikings are playing there, guess what? Viking fans are going to go there. You know, Packer fans going to go. You're going Steelers to, fans. Steelers yeah. fans, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Steelers. There are a fans. lot of Steelers fans there uh, for that Sunday night. Is, so. is there is there any fan base that travels better than the Steelers? Yeah, I don't. I, th- they, I don't think so. I mean, the Packers do well. But I feel like Steelers Well, I think Steelers the Vikings fans. do pretty well. They'll, they'll be Viking fans in Carolina. I, I think the Vikings travel pretty well when it comes to the NFL. But, yeah, Steelers got to be number one. Yeah, I, I would I would say so. You see so many terrible towels. And, I mean, you can't even hate on them, you know, because they're, I mean, they got, what, like 10 Super Bowls or something like that? Yeah, it seems like it. Um, one other game I want to get into. And, Chiefs-Jets Sunday night football oh, in the Meadowlands. yes, yes, yes. Now, now, I, I want to throw this out. Had Aaron Rodgers not got hurt, you would have had uh, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Forget mm-hmm. all of that. 
Forget it. It is about Taylor Swift being at MetLife Stadium to watch her friend, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. Her friend. Her friend. What are you? You're talking like, you know, seventh graders. Oh, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. Ah, no friends. My, my point being is, though, it overshadows everything. I mean, you, you've got the defending Super Bowl champs in New York. Now, now the Jets are a disaster since the Rodgers injury, etc. Nobody cares. It, 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 it'll be a ratings bonanza because everyone just wants. And, and then the question becomes, mm-hmm. for, forget about the line on the game. And, and by the way, Kansas City will win big. Is the over-under on how many times they show Taylor Swift on the telecast. I mean, what, what's that number? Is it 10? Is it 15? I, I, that is the line I want to know. Oh, I'll There's take, a prop yeah. bet. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take anything short of 50. I will I will take the over. <laughs> Any, 50. 50. And, and, and by the way, when the, uh, the Vikings host the Chiefs coming up Sunday, October 8th, if Taylor Swift is looking for a ticket to that game, I'm willing to give my wife's ticket to her. So if Taylor Swift wants to come and watch the game from Section 120, Row 26, then by all means, I will have an extra ticket if she wants to come and watch Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs take on the Vikings. I'm, right. I'm, I'm willing to make that concession. All right, so we've agreed we can't even set a line on how many times NBC cameras are no. going to show Taylor Swift. We no. have, it, it, it's going to be dozens. Now, beyond that, the question becomes, how many cameras is NBC setting up to to record her every move? I have a feeling they're going to have a camera or two dedicated to Taylor Swift did, did, wherever did you, she's sitting, did you, uh, did, sitting in, did, in the stadium. Did, did you see how she left the suite last week to avoid the, the people, to avoid the swarm? No. Dude, she hid in a popcorn machine. And they rolled a popcorn. Yes, machine they out. rolled a popcorn machine out. Oh, wow. I'm not kidding. You can, I mean, literally, you can look it up. She was in, and you know, and they're like, "Oh, Taylor Swift, she's in there. She's in there." It's like, nope. Excuse us. It's like people are, you know, protecting this machine. It's like they had to roll her out. It was so funny. You didn't see her in there, but everybody's like, "She's in there. She's in there. That's her. That's her." I mean, uh, I, I feel like she's going to be like a transformer. You know, going to come out. Yeah. And like, you know, turn into Taylor. Taylor Swift from a Transformer. This is going to be fascinating. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the production meetings for NBC. For, for Forget about the football. This is all about Taylor Swift. It, it's insane. Oh, it is I, not. She She's bigger than Elvis. <laughs> I, I think they're going to have to come on at some point <laughs> that night and say, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Swift has left the building. Yeah. I, it, so uh, here we go. It's oh, so by the way, it is week four of the NFL. So fa- it's, I, I mean, when Taylor Swift is the talking point, then you pretty much, you know, if this is what the NFL season's going to be, what the hell, let's just have some fun with it. Well, and in reality for NBC, the Jets, there, there's no buzz around the Jets anymore. But Aaron now Rogers there's a game. Yeah, now there's a game. They're, they're terrible. They're, they're terrible. Yep. So you get Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. 
They could be playing the Giants. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you swapped out Aaron Rodgers for Taylor Swift. That's an upgrade in my opinion. Oh, for ratings? For sure. Yes. Uh, quick break. We have more of the Lake Show. Steve, Chris, and here on a Thursday night having some fun. Twins lose to the A's 2-1. to one. Doesn't matter. On to Colorado for the final three starting tomorrow night here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. All the news, all the weather at 8. Little Ryder Cup, it starts tomorrow in Italy. Wee hours of the morning, the United States and Europe. The United States has not fared very well in Ryder Cup on European soil. And they're going to be on a, a tighter golf course uh, set up to put a premium on driving accuracy, etc. And the hottest golfer in the world right now, and that's Norwegian Victor Hovland playing for the Europeans. Um, I think the United States is going to have a lot of trouble in these Ryder Cup matches. They dominated at Whistling Straits, blew the Europeans out of the water in Wisconsin two years ago. But uh, in this one, I, I think the United States are going to have trouble. Um, Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, etc., uh, could be a long few days for the United States in Rome at the Ryder Cup. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, one of my favorite events coming back to Hazeltine later this decade. We have all the news, all the weather at 8, then a whole lot more on the Vikes, some on the Twins, etc. here on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 